bonus episode, I'm having a conversation with Launch Club member Veronique to learn more about her story and actually share it with you. Let's get started. Welcome to the Journey to Launch podcast with your host, Jamila Souffrant. As a money expert who walks her talk, she helps brave journeyers like you get out of debt, save, invest, and build real wealth. Join her on the journey to launch to financial freedom in, in five, four, three, two, one. Hey, hey, journeyers. I really hope you smiled <laughs> when you saw this kind of download to your podcast app because this is the first time that I have deviated from my normally scheduled release day of Wednesday and I am bringing you a bonus episode. So hopefully you're happy about that. And if you are going to enjoy this, hopefully you're going to enjoy it. But like if you really enjoy it, let me know because maybe I'll do some more of these. Wink, wink. I'm doing this because I really wanted to highlight and showcase some of my amazing journeyers in the launch club. And, you know, it's like you hear it from me. You're just like, whatever, Jamila. Sure, you're going to say it's great. But like, let's get some receipts. Who's in the launch club? What are they doing with their life? Even just forget about the launch club. This is just someone like you who has a story to tell who is on the journey. So very similar to my journeyer profile series. This is me talking to someone who's in the thick of it, who is making strides, you know, making their way through the levels of stages of reaching financial freedom, debt payoff and all these things. And I really wanted to bring you Veronique's story and have her share it directly with you what's been going on with her. So just a little bit more about Veronique. Veronique is a sign language interpreter. We met actually a couple of years ago via online. She was in one of my programs, my group coaching program, and then she joined the launch club and she's made considerable strides with her finances. And I wanted her to come on and talk about that. She lives in DC, the DC Baltimore metro area. And you're going to hear her talk about kind of what she's been working on, how she's been working through paying off debt and earning more money and all the things. And so I'm excited for you to hear Veronique's story. This episode is sponsored by my free class that I'm having on August 15th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. The title of what I'm going to be teaching is How to Reach Your Wildest Money Dreams, Creating Your Roadmap to Financial Independence. And I'm really excited about teaching this class. It's going to be online. It's free. And you're going to hear some of the things that Veronique and I talk about. I'm going to be going into actually more detail in this online class. I bring up the five major stages that you must move through in the journey to reach financial independence. Veronique, we're, you're going to hear Veronique talk about the stage she's in. But that's just one of the things I'm going to be teaching in this online class is what those five major stages are, what this elusive term of financial independence actually means, and the barriers stopping you from reaching your goals and how to eliminate them. So I want to see you there. Sign up at journeytolaunch.com slash free class. Once again, it's going to be on Thursday, August 15th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. By the way, so you're going to hear Veronique and I reference the Launch Club. That's the Money Launch Club. That's my membership communities for journeyers just like yourself who are getting resources, tools, courses, tips. It's a monthly or annual membership. So the doors to that are closed, but they will be opening very soon. So just be on the lookout for that. But for now, I want you to sign up to this free class. What do you have to lose? Again, it's August 15th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Go to journeytolaunch.com slash free class to sign up and save your seat. Now, without further ado, 
Let's listen in on this conversation I had with Veronique. I hope you enjoy. Okay. Hey, journeyers. I am back with a very special interview. And this is not like, you know, I know typically for the longest you've been hearing kind of like my expert interviews and people who have already reached financial independence. And a while back, I was doing journey or profile interviews where I like talking to people in the thick of the journey, because honestly, I feel like those are very impactful for people because you're hearing from people who are actually in the motions going through it in real time, like you are. And so what I decided to do is bring on a few members from the Launch Club, the membership community that I have for journeyers. And I wanted to highlight some of their stories because they are doing amazing things with their finances and on their journey. And I really think it can help you guys out. So I want to introduce Veronique Graves to the podcast. Hey, Veronique. Hey. How are you doing, Taylor? <laughs> good, good. So I wanted you to come on, Veronique, to share a bit of your story because we, you know, we first met a while ago. I forgot how long ago it was. Uh, maybe a little over a year ago. Yeah, it was a little over a year ago. And you first reached out to me for one-on-one coaching. And then I think after that, I had uh, launched my group coaching program that I did, which you ended up joining. Mm -hmm. And you went through that. And we can talk about a little bit about that. But then after you finished that, you were doing your own thing. And then when I launched the launch club again, you were like, you raised your hand. You were like, all right, I want to join. And so now you've been a member. (laughs) So I want to talk about first, though, like where you currently are with your finances, because- the good starting point for people to be like, all right, so what's going on? Like, where are you right now, Veronique, with everything going on? Okay, so I'm still paying off uh, one credit card. Well, actually two, but one has like 10% interest on it. So I'm trying to get that one out of the way. And then mm-hmm. I also am a, at a point where I'm saving enough that I don't have to live paycheck to paycheck. So that feels really nice because as an independent contractor, there's always like, am I going to get paid this week or like in the end of the month? You know what I mean? So it just helps having that security, that cushion. So, but planning for it. Right. So let's even step back further, right? So what do you do? You said you mentioned you were a contractor, like explain mm-hmm. to people kind of like your current career and then like where you live and a little bit more background about yourself. Okay. So I'm a sign language interpreter, but I do freelance like contract work in the Washington DC and Baltimore Metro area. So basically I'll go depending on the day, maybe to a government agency and interpret for deaf people that work there or for college classes or business meetings. But the thing is, if you don't work, you don't get paid. So you have to like kind of plan for that, especially in the summertime. It's lighter because a lot of people go on vacation or schools are out. Um, And in the wintertime, people go on vacation. So you have to definitely gauge when you're getting paid and all that stuff. So yeah. And I think that's a unique, not like a unique, like a lot of people don't go through that, but I think it's unique because when I come in contact with contractors or even entrepreneurs like myself and you're not getting such a steady paycheck as you were, you would if you, you know, had a regular nine to five, there is a, like a more of a art to like budgeting and preparing your finances because mm-hmm. it's not as predictable. So when you first like reached out to me, like where were you like with your finances? Because I know when you first reached out to me, you like had more debt. You were trying to get more in control of things. Yes, I was struggling because because I wouldn't get paid, but I was still like, oh, I'm going out to eat though. <laughs> and I just put it on the credit card and I'll pay it when I get paid. And it would start piling up, especially with interest rates. And also I had fibroid surgery. So I was trying to pay off medical bills, even though I had insurance, it still didn't cover all that much. 
So I just felt like almost like I was drowning. Like, how do I get out of this debt? Um, but also when I talked to you, it was like, okay, it's a mindset thing too. Like, and the whole thing about like, things won't work if you don't work. So it's like, mm. try to figure out how can I make this work? And also there's a, I think it's an app called Capital that would like take out, um, I think you can put the percentage in. So I put 30%, I was like 10% for travel and 20% for saving. And it would just go out. And I was like, oh, where'd the money go? <laughs> but then I noticed that if I wasn't trying to spend it on like going out to eat and everything, I was like, oh, I don't really need this and I can put it away. So it was helping me save up more. But just also the how you had us fill out the chart where it showed your spending, your cash flow, how much is coming in, how much is going out. And sitting down and looking at that, it was real. I was like, oh, okay, I can cut this down. <laughs> so yeah, that helped a lot. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people, that's why I really, that's one of like the basic things like when I work with someone or even tools in the launch club is that like foundation wise, like we need to know where you are and how you're spending because you often think and don't realize like where your money is going because you're not tracking it. And it seems mm-hmm. so basic. So simple. And a lot of people want to skip that step because it can seem a little overwhelming, right? You got to like get all your statements or sit down and make time to do it. But I find that everyone who's done it, uh, even if they like, you know, it takes a little while to do other things, just the simple fact of sitting down and kind of going through using this assessment that I, that I give out, it really, really helps. So what would you say? So I know you're still in debt payoff mode. Mm-hmm. You know, you made changes. So I think the one thing I want to share with people is like, kind of like your starting point. So if you can share maybe how much debt you paid off since you started intentionally doing this, like, and then what were the specific changes like that you made to be able to do that? Okay. So I think when I met you, I think I had like 13,000 on different, like five different credit cards for the medical debt and for like, just trying to pay my rent when I wasn't getting paid and all that stuff. I looked at my Roth IRA and I read about um, how, if you take it out, take out your contributions, there's no penalty, there's no taxes. So I was like, wait a minute, if I can take this out, pay this off and then not pay the bank interest, I can just pay myself like later, like pick up more jobs and just try to build up my funds. So that made more sense to me than trying to pay like 24% interest on these bills that were just, they just kept growing. I felt like, so that helped a whole lot taking out that money, um, paying those off. And then I think I left one that was like 2000, but it was like 10% interest. So I was like, this one, I at least can like try to work to just pay it down. And then also just put in like making sure I was taking out money for taxes. So if I get my check, I usually don't have, I have a 1099 form for contractors. So I have to take out like say 20, 22% out. And I've got a capital one account where I have it like labeled like one part's taxes, one part savings, one part's fun. So like I'll put 20% 20% in the taxes and then 20% in my savings. And I will also pack lunch at work more. Um, me and my boyfriend would cook more at home and then, you know, just take it to work because I would just go, say I'm going to like a hamburger place. I'm like, okay, I want this hamburger, but I want the Buffalo burger. So <laughs> add $4 and then I want the fresh cut fries. So by the time I eat lunch, it's like $20. Like this is crazy. And after you look at the form that you gave us, I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> I don't need all this. So yeah, just yeah. make it so you track everything. So here's what I love about coming to the things you just mentioned. And this is going to look different for everybody. Like there's no one size fits all, but there are just some like baseline things like you can do. I am the, I do want to mention. So that what you talked about with the Roth, 
IRA is true. So any since you since Roth contributions are after tax, you already paid taxes on it. So that contribution, if you decide to take it out, it's not taxed. Now I always say that should be one of your last results, just be resorts, because you know if you're that, like that's meant to grow, like it's meant to grow over time. And then if you can, it's better to, like to pay off your debt from cash flow. But mm-hmm. I will say this: that even like with your situation and you explaining it, like it worked for you to get you over a hump and get you ahead. And so that's why I always say it's not necessarily a one size fits all, but you need to be conscious of what that means if you're taking that money out that, okay, you have to consciously stick to now your new behaviors so that you're not taking it out to pay it off and then you're back from square one with credit card debt again, right? So, you know, there's more to it than just like doing it like one time. There's like a decision and a commitment to that. And then the other thing I like that you said is that you use like apps and tools to help you get organized. And with contractor work now that I'm like a full-time entrepreneur, mm-hmm. when you get paid from someone like $1,000, that's not $1,000 of like net income. Nope. That, is, <laughs> that to you maybe is a couple hundred dollars after you pay taxes, operating expenses and all the other things, right? So right. I like that now you're, you know, kind of like, okay, every dollar, like this is what it really means like to me, like my take home. And then the other thing, which is a lot of people, is the food. I totally get it. <laughs> <Right>? like, <laughs> that is, I mean, think about it. Food is like one of the most expensive line items in anyone's budget, especially if you live, like you live in DC, I live in New York. There's so many places like to eat. Really, it's easy for it to get ahead of you and just out of your control a bit. And then you kind of say, well, I don't have time or I don't like cooking or, you know, whatever other thing you say to help justify it. So I can imagine a lot of people actually can relate to that with your story. (laughs) Well, me, the days are so long. So I would leave at like five. And so I would pack breakfast and lunch, but then I would eat all that before lunch. (laughs) And then I'll get lunch and dinner when I go home. (laughs) Well, it's funny because there's like a meme going around when someone's like, oh, you told me to pack lunch, but I ate it at 10. And I'm hungry. (laughs) It's 12 o'clock. It's like I ate it at 10 a.m. Like, what do I do now? Right. And so true. (laughs) So this is why I wanted to talk to like, um, like get more into the details of what this journey looks like, because sometimes when you hear the overall story of someone reaching financial independence or saving XXX and reaching all their goals, like there's these little day to day, little wins and moments and decisions that lead to the bigger one that Mm -hmm. time, you know, like, oh, who cares? It's just $10 today. But over time, and it's not necessarily just about the $10, it's about like the habit forming, right? Mm -hmm. And the discipline and the person you become by practicing a little bit of delayed gratification and discernment. Right. So you you mentioned a couple of things that helped you get on track. So if you think about kind of how much further you have to go and your overall goals, like what do you feel like is some of the things kind of standing in your way or obstacles that you still feel like you need to overcome to get to your goals? I think my biggest problem is that I like to learn a lot of new things. I'm like, oh, this class is cool. And this class is good. So I'm like, now I'm, I'm taking an online cooking class and jujitsu. And so like, I'm like, oh man, that's like $400 more a month, you know, that's coming out. <laughs> so mm-hmm. the cooking class will stop, you know, taking the monthly payments after I think about four more months. So that will free up some money, but just kind of focusing on a few things at a time is what I need to work on as far as like time management and just kind of narrowing it down that you can't do, you can do things, but you can't do everything like at one time. That's what I'm still trying to 
Get used right. to it. Yeah. Well, were you taking those classes as more of like hobbies or p- potential things you would get into to as a side hustle to make money? Potentially for the cooking, I've like always loved it. I wanted to go to culinary school um, when I got out of high school and my dad was like, no, you need a degree, like a four-year degree first. And I was like, oh man. So I made it in communications and I was like, I don't really like this. So it's always been in the back of my head, but because culinary school is so expensive, like 25000 a year for some places, I found this one that's like a thousand for a year. So I was like, let me try and see if I, this is what I really want to do. And then maybe I could just like have like a little side business. It's like a vegan or like plant-based program just to see. And then I learned, I was, I was like knife skills, mm, not my thing. <laughs> it's like, it's really hard. So I'm more of a baker. So it's just kind of, I'm still, I feel like I'm in an exploratory stage still. Um, I'm trying to figure out really what I want to do. And then I like working out and I like martial arts. So the jujitsu is something new as far as self-defense too and fitness. And so you're multi-passionate and like a creative. So I think that for a lot of people, it comes to, well, you know, like I want to try all these things out. And I always say that you just said it yourself, like you can afford anything. Like, you know, we can technically do all the things, but then that's going to take away or delay other things. Like there's always an opportunity cost for something. And I try to preach or I try to say and make clear that I'm definitely not about like, not deprivation per se. Like it's not like you can't do anything and you should never spend money. Like that's totally not my approach, but that you should just be aware of if you do this, then this is what this means. And so I think a lot of people like they think like, oh, you know, like I have all these interests or I want to do these other things. Like I deserve it. Uh, and like, and so coming to an like a decision on, okay, I'll make a plan. So maybe I won't do all these things at once. I'll make a plan to do this for a year or six months. Then I'll move on to the next thing, but then really look at how this impacts your other goals, right? Mm-hmm. Now, when it comes to how you're feeling now, so like, what are your ultimate goals? You work for yourself, which is actually a goal that a lot of people want to reach, right? Like you have some flexibility there and you're making your way with paying off some debt. I forgot how much you said you had left still. I think I have about 2000 Wait, oh, and I forgot I owe my aunt like 2300 for medical bills but okay. she's like take your time i don't need the money but i still you know want to pay her want to pay okay he's like pay all so, the other stuff with interest first i was like okay <laughs> so oh she's very nice yeah <laughs> but okay so you have you're still you know I'm, I'm assuming debt payoff is one of your you know main goals what are some other goals that you have and how do you intend to kind of stick to them and reach them i definitely want to build up my emergency fund so what happens is i'll get to like a month of expenses and then I'll end up taking my rent out of there. But the good thing is I'll still have like a thousand left. So the goal is to keep a thousand in my checking account. And then because nobody ever tells you, they're like, oh, keep some money in the checking account and then save an emergency fund. But I'm like, how much? So I read this book called Get Money. Kristen Wong wrote it. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so good because she actually talks about the independent contractor side. And a lot of books I find don't. And she said that her dad was like, you should always keep a thousand in. And I was like, that's a lot, but it helps kind of get near there because, you know, if you have automated payments, like your car insurance and health insurance, and it's like, that's coming out. And I'm like, oh, well, I still have money left. That's, it feels good. So just get in like the emergency fund where I don't have to keep pulling like my rent out where it can still grow. Also to max out my HSA, also to increase my income where I can start putting more money back into my Roth IRA and uh, a regular IRA too. 
it definitely increased the income. So that's what I also think I'm trying all these things. I was like, can I have more side hustles? Because I was also teaching Zumba for my rec center. It definitely sounds like you have a lot of goals, concrete ones. And I feel like you could definitely reach them. I think for a lot of people, that's the thing. It can get a little, not saying this is you, but it can get a little overwhelming with like all the things you want to do and accomplish and and the steps that it takes to do that. So the other thing I wanted to talk about is kind of where you are in the journey. So I recently um, introduced in the launch club and then I'll be talking about it here on the podcast. If it has, if I haven't already talked about it is like this kind of the journey or stages um, and that the different levels that people kind of travel to, to get to the ultimate stage that we all want to get to, which is financial independence and where really work is optional. Like you can decide like if you want to work. It's not that I don't think everyone can reach, but it's a journey to get there. And depending on your starting point, you can take a while. So I wanted to break down for people like, okay, what does that look like when you're in the beginning stages, like yourself still in debt um, payoff mode? And so I would like to describe, and I'm looking back because I like, I wrote it on my board here that you like are a cadet. Like I made these okay. like names up at following my whole uh, theme of <laughs> launching. <laughs> That's cute. You're like, yeah, more of a cadet stage where you are in the debt freedom stage, you know, the first stage before cadet is explorer. So that's like someone who's typically trying to get just stable. Like they're trying to pay their bills. Um, They're in the red and that like living paycheck to paycheck. Whereas you're a little bit, you're more stable than that. You're in a debt payoff mode, which is where a lot of people are. Sometimes that can take a while, right? To get out of depending on your habits, how much delayed gratification like you can handle <laughs> and um, choices that you make and income and all the things, right? So I want to talk like what you're excited about the most moving forward. So I know you're in the launch club. So do you want to talk about that a little bit and like kind of just how that's been helping you along? What are you feeling most excited or invigorated about with this where you feel like, all right, I have, I feel like I can do this. What's giving you that kind of help, hope and motivation? I feel like with the launch club, just reading people's stories or talking to people who are kind of in the same boat or like same mindset of like, okay, I got to do this, this, this. And I focus on the money. Cause a lot, I find a lot of people don't like talking about money. It's like, um, <laughs> we need it. <laughs> we have to make it. So people are more comfortable with it. But yeah. So the accountability that comes with the launch club, I really like, actually I have a meeting with a lady from the launch club tomorrow. She, we're going to be accountability partners. Yay! So yeah, so that's cool. And then two of my friends are like, okay, I'm in debt payoff mode. So I saw this sale at the loft, but I had to pay my car. Off. So I was like, you go girl. So just encouraging people really helps a lot. And oh, I also want to tell you, I used Betterment last year, even though I was paying off the debt, it was taking $120 a month out of my account and I didn't see it. And I looked later, I mean, I would check it every now and then, but my sister's getting married in Mexico the beginning of next month. So I was like, how am I going to um, pay for this? And then I was like, wait, you had the Betterment account. And it was like 2000 and it was 1500 like to go. So I was like, oh, I can use this. So mm-hmm. just having that was like pretty cool because just not that the automation helped. And then it was like, okay, you can have something for like a goal that you want to achieve or something that you want to do that's even fun. So, right, right. And so uh, like a couple of things with that, like, that's why community like is so important. Being around like-minded people is huge. And it's something that you probably like some people don't put enough stock in, but just being around people who are doing the same thing you are is motivational because you're like, all right, I'm not doing this alone. So I'm so happy to hear that you connected with um, someone to really be like an accountability partner for you in the launch club. And then like we mentioned before, it's that the automation and the tools to help support your goals are super important. 
So another thing that I really try to encourage people is that you don't, you know, I have my recommendations of tools and things I use, but whatever works for you, just keep trying tools until, and, and some people are just like old school, right? So when it comes to a budget, like I have budget tools that I like, but it's like some people just like the paper and pen or a Google Sheets slash Excel file. That's fine. Whatever works, but you just have to keep trying things until they work. Cause I find that people try things like, oh, that didn't work. And then they just kind of give up and it's like, no, no, no. Like you have to keep trying until it works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So what's something that you're kind of scared about with like achieving your goals? Is there something that's just like, Ooh, um, you kind of makes you a little nervous. Mm, I think with my job situation, because I'm learning the new skills, I'm also like learning tech skills and I'm, people are contacting me from jobs already. <laughs> it's like, um, I'm not finished with this. <laughs> and I was like, I think I've also gotten comfortable in my job. Like, okay, I know some of the agencies I go to. And then if I get another job, then what happens with this one? But with interpreting, I could do it part-time, I feel like, or at night or on the weekend. So that's just talking myself into, like, you know, you want to make some different moves. So just keep going for it, keep learning. Right, right, right. Yeah. And it's so important that you do keep investing in yourself. And I think for a lot of people, it comes a time where in the personal finance field, like a lot of it is saving and investing and, you know, investing in retirement accounts and, into whatever account like outside of yourself, which is totally, yes, that's true. But there's a level of investing that you have to do with yourself too. And where you have to take stock on like, okay, how do I pour back into me so that I am building up myself as my biggest asset? Because at the end of the day, like I'm the one that's going to be able to make the more money with my skill set, with my mindset, with my action. So mm-hmm. definitely great that you are like continuing on this path of like learning so now kind of just switching to like the launch club, I always ask people and I try to, for everyone that's in the launch club, I'm just like, okay, what's the reason like that you joined? And then with that, why do you keep coming back? Right. So it's like an option. I mean, some people paid annually, some people are paying monthly, but I always like to hear because it makes me like know what to do more of and like what I need to be sharing with people who are not in the launch club. Like you, like this is what is so amazing about it because people are here experiencing this. And, you know, so like if you can share kind of, why you joined and what your experience has been so far, that'd be great. Let's see. I was always looking for more like-minded people as far as like financial information or personal finance and the whole financial freedom movement. And so with your group, it's a, a good community like to share your goals, share your wins, share what you learn. So like the challenges I really like because like growing up, I played basketball. And so it's like, a, it's kind of like competing with yourself. Like, can I accomplish this goal this week or can I pay this debt off or save this much money? So I really like that. Um, also the classes and yeah, just being able to talk to people because I have one friend we'll check in every day. Like, did you work out today? She's like, uh, <laughs> or I'm like, I'm tired. She's like, go to the gym. So checking in on each other. I really like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, and I do love that, like about the environment too, where it's like people are, like you said, holding each other accountable, but then you have to hold yourself accountable, which is why it's like, I love like declaring goals to the public or just to people. Because when it's to yourself, like you can kind of say, all right, like, I'll, you know, if I push this back, no one's going to know. Uh-huh. But like, <laughs> no, like, what is your goal for this month? We are going to check back in with you at the end of the month and throughout the month to make sure you're accomplishing it. That's amazing. So, okay. So I know I'm going to see you back in the launch club. Um, we, you know, we're in there all the time, but if you had any parting words, right, for someone who is like yourself, who is in the debt payoff stage, who is a cadet, I know the, the terms are pretty like new for people, but like someone who's kind of just like in the thick of it, because this is the thick of it, right? Because, you know, your goal is eventually financial independence and 
being uh, work flexible. But until then, what advice do you have for someone who is just like yourself going through this, listening and it's just like, this is going to, you know, it just seems like it's forever. Or it's like, well, is this is really worth it. Should I be giving up my quick lunches that I enjoy? <laughs> like what, what kind of motivation or tips can you give to anyone listening? I can definitely say be patient on the journey. You're going to get there. You just got to stick to it. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it. So it's like you have a group that's supporting you. Um, and even if you're not in the launch club, like find somebody that you can talk to about money and keep reading, keep listening to podcasts. That helps a lot. And just know like your money's going to grow. Your debt's going to go down. It might seem like very small, but you're going to look back a few months even and be like, oh, wait, look how far I've come. Right, right. And celebrate every, every win, every, even if it's small, it's, it's a win, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what I always encourage people. So stay encouraged, journeyers. Veronique is on the path with you. <laughs> She's <traveling laughs> So Veronique, I wish you all the success and I'll thank see you. you. But until then, thank you for coming on and sharing your story. Sure. Thanks, Mila. Bye, y'all. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Veronique. I am really proud of all the strides and accomplishments she's had so far. And as you hear her say, like she's still, she's still in it, right? And so I hope this gave you some encouragement, no matter where you are on your journey, that there are millions of people like you who are going through it, who are every day, right? Like they're just chipping away at that debt. They're chipping away and improving their habits and mindset and all these things that it takes to really reach your goals and you're not alone. Once again, I'd love to see you on my free online class on August 15th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. We are going to be talking about how you can reach your wildest financial freedom and independence dreams. It's gonna be really exciting, really fun. And as you heard with Veronique's story, there are obstacles that you're going to be going through, especially if you're in the debt payoff stage. I mean, any stage, there's going to be obstacles. So that's going to be one of the things we're going to discuss in this free online class, what those obstacles are and how to overcome them. And then again, going through those journeyer stages that I mentioned with Veronique. So join us at journeytolaunch.com slash free class to save your seat. Oh, let me know if you enjoyed this bonus episode. This was a little different. And so if you want the episode show notes, so this is episode 109. You can go to journeytolaunch.com slash episode 109. There you get the episode show notes. But on social media, tag me. Let me know if you enjoyed this bonus episode. I really would like to do more just general kind of bonus episodes releasing on additional days other than Wednesday. And so if you really like this, maybe we'll do some more. I do have some more profiles to share with you from Launch Club members. And some of them really, just like Veronique, have amazing stories. So I can't wait to share that with you and get further encouragement for your journey. All right. So until next week, keep on journeying, journeyers. Journeyers.